Welcome back to the Transformation Podcast. My name is Amanda Escarcega, and on this episode, episode 22, we're going to be talking about how to set your prices as an entrepreneur. I'm so excited to talk about this because I think it's something that we don't talk about often as you know, people kind of get weird about money. We don't talk about pricing often, but I think this is super, super important. And this is coming from someone who has been both an entrepreneur and has had jobs. And so I know some of you that are listening right now maybe only have ever been an entrepreneur. I know people like that where they were just an entrepreneur out the gate, right? 17, 18 years old, you're already out there hustling, making your own products, services, things like that. And then there's people who are probably listening to this right now who have only ever worked a job and you want to get into entrepreneurism. And so I have done both, I've had jobs, uh, in the middle of having jobs, I've been in businesses, started my own businesses, left jobs, started businesses. I've been all over the place. Now I'm an, I'm an entrepreneur. I only uh, work from home. I have my own businesses. And so I can come from both spaces. I understand what each one provides and the pros and cons of both. But today we're just going to be talking about how to set our prices as an entrepreneur and when we are selling a service specifically. So in the past, I have had product-based uh, companies. I had a granola company. And the backstory on that is I was working for a naturopathic doctor or center, and I saw all the things that the doctors were curing from the paleo diet with their clients. So they had clients that had autoimmune issues, leaky gut issues, thyroid issues, and they were putting a majority of them on the paleo diet. And at that time, it wasn't something that was really, really popular. It was just starting to come out and people were starting to talk about it. And so I looked up some recipes online for some different snacks and things like that. And I created a granola recipe, which I started baking and bringing into the office and the doctors and clients absolutely loved it. They suggested that I start a paleo company and I did. So I was selling the granola in a few stores around San Diego. It was around like 12 or 13 stores locally. And then I was also selling online. I created a website and I was shipping the granola all over the place. So with the granola company, I found myself competing on price. So looking at the granola that was in the stores and looking at how much granola was being sold for, I felt like I was really locked into a certain price, right? I didn't feel like I could really get out of or go too far from what other people were charging for granola at the time. If you see a bag of granola on the on the shelf and they're charging, you know, $10 for that and then mine is priced at $50 for a small bag of granola, it's probably not going to sell that well, right? So I felt really locked into a certain price and competing on price which a lot of people what they end up doing is dropping their prices a little bit lower than the person next to them so that they can get more sales which you're driving down your profit margins and it's a whole spiral that people kind of fall into right the second company that i had was a coffee company so i had a coffee company a specialty coffee company and we were selling online and again i found myself competing on price there's a certain price that people are typically willing to pay for coffee. You go into a Starbucks, you have an average idea about what you're going to pay for a black cup of coffee. And likewise, when you go into a store, you're looking at the shelf and you see a 12 ounce bag of coffee beans. Uh, you're willing to pay a certain price and you're looking at, you know, the prices next to that bag and you're like, okay, $1 difference. Maybe I'll go for this one, but you're pretty much locked into a price once again. Right? 
You do have those really, really unique coffees that people will pay a premium for, but it's a really small part of the market and you can only really go so high um, on that price, right? So those were two companies that I started that were product-based companies. And now I'm in the service-based industry. So now I sell services. I do one-to-one -one, uh, health and fitness coaching. Um, I also do one-to-one -one social media coaching where I help uh, influencers or business professionals build their social media following and help them to attract an audience online that's interested in what they do. And then I also help them to monetize uh, their, their business online, right? Help them to business strategize on how to create income online. So now I do service-based industries. And when you get into service-based, it's, it's really interesting how we price ourselves. So let's go ahead and dive into how to price ourselves as an entrepreneur in the service-based industry. So we usually sell, again, a product, a service, and under the service category are influencers. So influencers are basically charging for their time, their creative, and their actual influence that they have on their audience, right? So those are the main things that we um, do or sell as entrepreneurs. So how to price ourselves. So the first thing to really look at is the education that we have. And I think this is something that we we really overlook a lot of the time. Um, we'll dive into the second piece of that, which is experience in a minute. But with the education part, really write down all the education that you have. In this, you can dive into the books that you have read, right? So think about all the books that you have read in the various you know industries, whether it's in finance, whether it's in health, fitness, nutrition, um, you know, what, whatever it is that you have read, this is an accumulation of knowledge that you have invested in each either purchasing the book, the audiobook, but this is time that you have invested in your education. You also take into consideration the classes that you have taken. Maybe that was in college. Maybe those were seminars or webinars or mentors that you have hired to teach you um things right so i've invested a huge amount of money in all these different areas books classes seminars webinars um mentors and so to accumulate all this education i have invested a lot of time energy and money into that into my education which i take into consideration when i am uh sharing what i what i charge for my services right so the second piece is experience so Oftentimes people ask, you know, what experience do you have? And they kind of skip over what kind of education do you have? And people usually are looking at maybe like a college or like a, a certification that you have or a degree that you have, kind of skipping over the books, the classes, the seminars, the webinars, the mentors and all that, right? Which is, in my opinion, sometimes equal to or way more valuable than just a certification or a degree, right? You can sleep your way through some of these um, some of these college courses and still get the degree, but the books, the classes, seminars, and all these other ways um, of obtaining knowledge are also a huge part of education. So going back to experience, this is you know the clients that you have taken on, how many clients you have had, the length of time that maybe a client has worked with you. Maybe you've only had one client, but you you've been working with that client for years. Um, the length of experience that you have in your industry. How long have you been doing what you do? 
uh, different projects that you have taken on, uh, different companies that you have worked with. So looking at all the different ways that you have experience in your field and in your industry is a part of what is going to um, help you to price your services, right? And the third part is combining the variety of all the information that you have. So say for instance, myself, I'm in the health and fitness industry and I'd also do social media coaching, right? But in addition to those two areas, I have a wealth of knowledge in a ton of other areas. For example, you know, I'm, I'm well-traveled, so I have a ton of experience with communication, talking to people, cultures, um, you know, traveling. There's a lot of education or a lot of experience that I have gotten from all those travels from around the world. There's a lot of books that I have read in a variety of different things, sociology, psychology, um, just to name a couple. But combining your wealth of knowledge just in a whole and layering in maybe all these other things that you have knowledge in. Um, in addition to what I just mentioned before, I also am now doing yoga. You know, I've taken a variety of different classes in a ton of different industries. I can go on and on and on, but this isn't about that. Basically, it's you combining a variety of all the information that you have obtained, and this is what makes you unique. Something to keep in mind when pricing yourself is not to compete on price with what other people are charging. I think this is something that we often do where we kind of do an evaluation of the marketplace and we'll look out there and say, okay, what are other people charging for you know, social media coaching? Or what are other personal trainers charging? And then we, again, go back to the whole product way of pricing where you look at the different products that are in your same industry we do that in service. Okay, what are other people charging? I think maybe I should charge the same thing. But instead of competing on price in the service industry, it's it's really important to set your own price based on, yes, your education, yes, your experience, yes, the variety of unique information that makes you you, but also how you can stack on certain things. So instead of discounting yourself or competing on price with other people, how can you stack on and offer more for what you offer, right? So instead of just doing one-to-one -one coaching and how to lose fat and gain muscle in the gym, for example, I can teach you about nutrition. I can teach you in addition, you know, about stretching, or I can teach you about yoga. I can teach you about the benefits of yoga. I can teach you about mindset. I can teach you about you know, how to raise your vibration. I can teach you, you know, maybe give you some books that I have read that have helped me along the way. So stacking on the value and just offering more and more and more instead of, you know, competing with someone else, what they do, but you're unique, you are different. You can add more value, you can add on different things. So when someone's looking at you versus another person, when they're deciding who they wanna hire, who they wanna work with, you're going to be the obvious choice because you've just added on so many other pieces of value where you're like, this just makes sense. This isn't even the same product. This is not even in the same ballpark as maybe as what some, someone else is offering, right? So making yourself unique, making your service unique, standing out and stacking your offers. So I'm going to go ahead and end it with one more thing. And that is just don't be afraid to ask for the amount that you know your value provides. I was reading over some statistics earlier today 
And a majority of people, I think it was 47% of people feel like they undercharge what they truly think that they are worth or their value. So ask for what you think you you are, you know, what you're worth or what your value provides and stick to that and be confident in that. So I'm going to go ahead and leave you guys with this. I hope you found this episode valuable. I hope that this helps you when setting your prices as an entrepreneur and in your service-based industry. So thank you so much for listening. I truly appreciate you. Uh, Please uh, review this channel. I was going to say like, comment, and subscribe. Please leave a review on this podcast episode. It will help tremendously. I truly appreciate it. And I hope to catch you guys very, very soon. Thank you so much for listening. Until next time.